everybody. This is Jasmine. And I'm Abby Jana. Welcome to our podcast. This is Hello UX. We are here to empower designers and help those transitioning into the UX field by providing education, resources, and a platform to talk about their experiences. We're a user-focused podcast aimed to help those pivoting into UX design. Thank you for joining us today for our episode, Hidden Opportunities in UX, where we explore different ways to continue growing your UX skills throughout your career. As the year comes to an end and we reflect on where we've been and where we're going next year, thinking of ways to expand our knowledge and skill set is a good start. This has been a year of growth for Jasmine and I. Most definitely. I mean, this being our last episode of the season, when I look back of when we started last year, just with the beginning and planning to what now that we've, you know, this is our fourth episode, there's just so many things that we both have grown into. And, um, you know, what do you feel is that one area you've developed in working in this podcast? Yeah, um, looking back on where we started and where we are now, I'm super shocked on how I've improved my UI design skills. Creating cover art for our podcast has really helped me grow the skill set, um, and I'm really proud of it. What about you, Jasmine? Yeah, I think for myself, I can speak into the whole podcast creation. I know, you know, having to learn the different recording and editing platforms and tools and also my workflow process has improved where it used to take me two weeks. Now it can take me under a week to be able to accomplish. And also, I think we both became, you know, very good at at content strategy and creation. And also we developed our skills in social media and marketing but, you know, I, I feel like we both have improved, I mean, looking back in just one year. Yeah. Thank God for Hootsuite, right? And Canva. <laughs> <laughs> so true. In the words of Dr. Seuss, the more things you read, the more things you'll know. The more that you learn, the more places you'll go. You never stop learning in life. And when it comes to continuing your education as a UX designer, that's no different. You might have completed the boot camp or a course of your choice, but that's not the end. Now that you have the foundation to start a career, it's time to hone in on your craft. As you are looking for work or even starting off a new position, take the time to practice and explore different aspects of UX design that interests you. For me, as I push through my job search, I found myself doing all sorts of things to keep my skills up. I did UI challenges, so I used sites like designersize.com, sharpen.design, dailyui, whatshouldidesign.com. Jasmine, can you think of any other good ones? Yeah, if you're an Adobe XD user, you have access to the Adobe Daily Creative Challenges on Behance. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, Jasmine, that is cool. Just set some time aside each day or a few times per week and go through new prompts. Post them on Instagram or on your portfolio just to show off your work. You can also rework and practice main UX principles like the double diamond or design thinking with like spec projects. And another thing, you can learn more about accessibility guidelines through the WCAG. That stands for the Web Content Accessibility Guidelines. You can become a accessibility maestro. Nice, yeah. 
Another area to look into that can help you continue to further develop your UX design skills, all while helping out someone or a cause, is in the area of volunteering. For all the helpers out there. Yeah, so after finishing the boot camp, you will have a few projects to be able to showcase. But once you begin to submit applications, you may find that some companies may want you to have, quote, real world experience. This is when it may be beneficial to search and find volunteer opportunities that will allow you to continue to work on your collaboration and UX design skills and can add overall value to your UX portfolio. The following organizations have a platform to allow you to volunteer your UX design skills, all while helping nonprofits. DemocracyLab.org, UXRescue.org, and USDigitalResponse.org. And all of these platforms provide volunteer opportunities by helping you pair up with a nonprofit of your choice, whether it's working on the whole UX design process or if you just want to concentrate on a focus area such as UX research or the UI aspect. Volunteering is such a good way to get some real life experience as a UX designer. It can vary from doing small projects for a friend or working with a local nonprofit organization like Jasmine mentioned. You can volunteer to redesign their homepage or even help with rebranding. Either way, this is additional work that you can put on your portfolio and your resume. If the job requires long hours, negotiating things like your title can help balance that out. Instead of being called a volunteer, maybe negotiate the title of associate product designer for blank project. Not only do you have the title to put on your resume, but also it's a way to connect and promote yourself within the organization when speaking about the project. It's just more experience. So I would look for local opportunities and also into local chapters of communities such as AIGA, Creative Mornings, and other groups in your area. I know in Austin, the local AIGA has the Changemaker series where designers team up and use human-centered design to create solutions for important causes that help the community. I have also volunteered in the past couple of years for Austin Design Week, and I think I've mentioned that before, um, and I found that super beneficial. Yeah, so speaking of, how was it volunteering this year with COVID and all? Oh, it was so it was so fun. Um, this year, because of COVID, we had to do everything virtually, and it mm-hmm. was definitely a learning experience. And I think it allowed so many more people from different areas to be able to enjoy Design Week. So it was a good experience. Thanks for asking. Yeah, nice. I know I went to a few. The one that comes top of mind was one that they were talking about um, futuristic design, something in that area. And so it's kind of like you design, but you also keep in mind, you know, trends in technology and kind of have like a foresight where you think, you know, these trends are going into. And so you kind of help, you know, the organization plan for these changes. Something very cool. Like mm-hmm. I had never thought about that. And I'm actually right now in the process of looking at into different courses where I can go ahead and get this kind of training. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Another way to level up in your UX skills is to read. Personally, at the moment, I feel like I do not have the time to invest in reading a whole book, but I do enjoy reading quick reads on design trends and methodologies. And some of my favorite design blogs are the UX Collective Newsletter, Marvel, Prototyper Weekly, UI Patterns by Weekly, and UX Design Weekly. 
Those are some really good blogs, Jasmine. And on the other hand, if you do have the time to read a whole book, here are some books on design and design principles. Of course, I have to mention this one, The Design of Everyday Things by Don Norman. This book will open your eyes to how embedded design is in everyday life. And I know it's like a newbie must read. Um, another book that's really good to read is The User Experience Team of One by Leah Bully. This is a comprehensive practical guide on applying basic UX methods and deliverables for teams or just you on your own. And lastly, I would recommend Accessibility for Everyone by Laura Callbag. This is a guide for all of those interested in accessibility. It'll teach you how to plan for, evaluate, and test accessibility in designs. These are all great books, Abijana. I would also like to add another book that I was just made aware of recently, Articulating Design Decisions by O'Reilly. This book is a practical guide that offers methods to help you present your design ideas and win over your project stakeholders. Yay! Which we all have to do as UX designers. And don't worry, if you weren't able to jot them all down, you can find all these books under our Hello UX Pinterest board, Books to Read. Well, we'll give you a moment to look up all these titles. While we wait, here's a word from today's sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back. Okay, so we just covered some of the ways to find opportunities to further your skills and craft. Let's now focus on two other areas where you will be working just as hard, seeking opportunities and career guidance and creating your UX community. Abijana, do you know the difference between an internship and apprenticeship? Hmm, I think I do, but let's hear your definition. Okay, no worries. The difference is that an apprenticeship is a structured training plan with a focus on mastering specific skills needed by an organization to fill an occupation and typically will lead to a job offer. Internships aren't structured and often focus on entry-level general work experience and may or may not be paid. Two great opportunities that come to mind are the Adobe Digital Academy and the Adobe Creative Residency. You all should check into those too. Another opportunity that companies offer to help folks transition into the work environment is a returnship. These are paid internships provided to adults who have taken a few years off the work environment and are returning back to the workforce. Thanks, Jasmine, for clarifying all those. Internships, apprenticeships, and returnships are really helpful and can guide you in the direction you want for your career. It's important to know the difference as you build a UX community. Speaking of community, Workshops are such a great way to meet other people in the design community. With everything virtual now, we're able to connect 
and learn with designers from all over. There are tons of free events and workshops out there. One that comes to mind is General Assembly's free workshops to help explore different tech skills. Things such as marketing, product management, and visual design workshops are on there, and they even have mental health and wellness workshops. Taking advantage of these not only gives you a chance to brush up on your skills, but also a chance to meet others that have the same interests as you. Meetups.com is another great place to search for workshops aimed to connect fellow designers and developers through like lessons and discussion. Just go to meetup.com and search your interests. I've seen some really good ones recently, such as rapid prototyping to test and communicate UX designs and entrepreneurship in UX. Yes, creating your UX community is very important. There are two amazing platforms that allow for this all while helping you with career guidance. Power to Fly is a platform that was created to connect Fortune 500 companies and fast-growing startups with women who are looking to work for companies that value gender diversity and inclusion. They accomplish this by providing virtual meetups and job fairs. There's also The Mom Project, a platform centered around helping women remain active in the workforce in every stage of their journey. They accomplish this by providing virtual events and opportunities for career advice and mentorship. We also have Grow with Google. They provide free training, tools, and resources to help you grow your skills, career, or business and offer special opportunities for veterans and military families. As you can see, there are so many resources and opportunities out there for new and existing UX designers. As the new year comes, think about what you want from your career and seek opportunities that help make that dream a reality. Yes, opportunities are everywhere. You just need to seek these. We have a Mexican proverb, el que no habla, Dios no lo oye, meaning God doesn't hear those who don't speak. Seek opportunities and don't be afraid or embarrassed to ask about them either. Well, that wraps up this episode and our first season. We are so thankful and grateful for everyone who has taken the time to listen this year. We are so excited to start planning for our second season, dropping early next year. Before we leave, I'd like to invite you to like us and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. We'd also like you to join the Hello UX community group page on Facebook and check us out on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe. Shout out to our sponsor, Overflow Digital, a digital agency specializing in all your professional website needs. We aim to create dynamic websites that will positively impact your business, meeting you at the crossroads of data, design, Marcom, and UX. And we'll part with Steve Jobs' quote that I believe speaks into why you should always be seeking for opportunities to hone in your skills and craft. To design something really well, you have to get it. You have to really get what it's all about. It takes a passionate commitment to really truly understand something. Chew it up, not just quickly swallow it. Most people don't take the time to do that. Okay, amigos. Adios. Bye, everyone. See you next year. See you next year.